Well, good morning, Com Church, and everybody that's watching. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really pleased that you are here. Uh, so thank you for being part of our meeting today. Um, let me ask you, let me ask you this. How are you doing? Now, when I ask that, I'm sure most of us will answer in a very British way, yeah, I'm all right. Um, even though maybe we're not feeling that way, we often answer, answer it like that. But actually, let me ask you, how are you doing? Now, hopefully, I've got a message for you today that will encourage you and bless you uh, and strengthen you so that your answer will genuinely be, I'm all right. That's what we're looking for today. Now, you know, each generation has its things to go through, trials to face. Now, whether it's war, famine, segregation, whether it's kind of uh, plagues, outbreaks, maybe corrupt leaders or even COVID-19. Now, for example, World War II. Uh, World War II, people needed hope, just as we do today. They really need hope. Uh, people were suffering. They were scared for their lives, their jobs, their livelihoods, their families, their homes. And during a particularly low point of the war, uh, it seemed like the Allies were bogged down in Italy and other parts of the country, and um, the war was going nowhere. Rations were really scarce. World economies were breaking at breaking point, and it got really, really dark. And a lady called Ruth K. Jones wrote a song called In Times Like These. Now, these are the words. These are the lyrics to the song. It says, in times like these, you need a saviour. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. And then the chorus went, the rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. The rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. So I want to encourage us today with the words of those songs and the words of Scripture. Uh, so my text this morning comes from the Gospel of John. So it's John 16, verses 28 to 33. Now Jesus spent some time explaining to his disciples that he was sending the Holy Spirit to him and that he will be leaving them. Now, the Holy Spirit would reveal the truth about him and also bring them comfort in the times of trouble and trials so that they will not fall away. The disciples were asking him what he meant as he was speaking using figurative language. And so he said to them in verse 28, he said this, I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I'm leaving the world and going back to the Father. Then the disciples said, now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to ask you any questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. Verse 31 says, do you now believe? Jesus replied. A time is coming and in fact has now come when you will be scattered each to your own home. You will leave me alone, yet I am not alone for my father is with me. I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So those words were a real comfort to the disciples then, and I hope today, this morning, that they will resonate with us. Whatever you are facing in this time, we are facing words like that for a time such as this. Now, the first part of that song says, um, in times like these, you need a saviour. No matter, no matter where we are in life, whatever life throws at us, whether it's brilliant or, or bad, whether things are going well or terrible, we need 
a saviour. He didn't come to earth to make our life problem free, but he did come to fix a problem that we could not fix ourselves. And in fact, no one could fix our problem of sin and separation from God. Now, life can be uncertain, can't it? It can be really uncertain. And often things don't go the way that we plan or hope. And in many times and in many ways, actually, that's our own doing. God set before his people, the nation of Israel, something that I believe that he may challenge us today with. Now, he challenged the people of Israel. He gave them, uh, he offered them, said, look, it's life or death. And not not to follow anything else other than him. And I believe he set that same challenge for us today. And that comes from Deuteronomy 30, verse 15 to 18. And it says this, See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him and to keep his commandments, decrees and laws. And then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. It says, but if your heart turns away and you are not obedient and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare you to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land and you are crossing to the Jordan to enter and possess. Now the command to love God cannot be done without God's help. We cannot obey God without God's help. It's a work of the Holy Spirit to change us from the inside out, to accept Jesus and the message that he brings and the life that he offers. We are stuck in idol worship And the idol is often self. In times like these, we often turn inwards, looking for something to save us from the situation we're in. Some may turn to drugs or drink or the occult, something to numb the pain, but we only find destruction. Let us run to the Father. In times like this, let us not turn to self. Let us not turn to our own abilities because outside of him, they are not strong enough or good enough. We need to turn to the only saviour, that is Jesus. So second, in times like these, we need security. The phrase of the song says, in times like these, you need an anchor. And as you will probably know, an anchor holds the ship steady and secure when the winds are howling around the ship or a boat uh, and the waves are high and they are heavy and they are rough. But in times of trouble and trial, where in this perilous world can we find our security? Where do you find your security? Is it in money? Is it in family? Is it in your job? Or is it in something like a security blanket? I, I, I think of that because I think often when I was growing up and uh, my sister used to uh, suck her two fingers like this and she used to have an old nighty uh, that she used to rub like this as a security blanket. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it was old, it was getting smelly, it was not very nice, but it was her security. But none of these things are bad or wrong in themselves, but they don't last forever. They are not with us always. I mean, think of a job in the, in the time we're in at the moment. You know, job security is, is, is not always great and, and we can become, become jobless. Family may leave or even sadly pass away. Money can be stolen or used somewhere else or maybe even lose its value in a financial crash. Even my sister's old security blanket wore away to nothing and we had to throw it away. They are not with us forever. The truth of the matter is that in this perilous world, nothing is secure. Nothing. 
but the solid rock that is Jesus. We have the security of his presence forever. What an amazing promise. Hebrews 13.5 says this. says, keep your lives from the love of money. Because there's no natural uh, or eternal security in it. And says, be content with what you have. Because God has said in these precious words, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. If Jesus is your saviour, you have security and the knowledge to know that he will be with you forever. To guide you, no matter what the circumstance, whatever we're going through now, the, the trials and the troubles that we're going through now, he will help us, be with us, and be our security through all of that. And then it says, be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Now the rock is Jesus, it says in the chorus. He is the one the only one. Now, the late Ravi Zacharias, uh, who was a Christian apologist, he says that outside of the cross of Jesus Christ, there is no hope in this world. The cross and resurrection at the core of the gospel is the only hope for humanity. Wherever you go, ask God for wisdom on how to get the gospel in, even in the toughest situations of life. Now, we must believe this. We must be very sure of this. John 3.36 says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God is upon him. See, here again we see that challenge, that offer of life or death. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life. And that obedience, as I said earlier, that work of the Holy Spirit in us can only be done through God. That challenge set before us. He is the peace in the midst of our trials for times like these. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the one who remains steadfast under trial. If you stick with it, hold fast under trial. For when he has stood the test, will receive a crown of life. What a great promise. It says, when God, which God has promised to those who love him. So be very sure to trust the Savior in times like this. Now, I'm going to speak about another old song. I don't know what it is. I just keep doing that at the moment. But it's called The Solid Rock uh, by Edward Moten, which was written in 1834. So it is an old song. But it says these words, and they're well-known words. If you've been in the church for a while, they're well-known. If you don't know this song and haven't heard it, listen to the, um, the words of the song. It says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is my hope and stay. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. And then it says, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. There's nothing in this life more solid and more secure than the love of Jesus. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Now, I want to set before you a same challenge that God set before his people and I believe he sets before us today. And I want everybody who can hear my voice to choose life. 
If you are a believer, I want these words of encouragement today to help you, to strengthen you, to build you up so that you do not fall away. Hold tight to the solid rock that is Jesus. And if you're not a believer hearing this message today, let me encourage you. Run to the Father. Run to the only Savior that can save us, not just for today, but for eternity. Be encouraged. We have some books here that we want to put in your hand. If you don't know Jesus, we want to send you one of these so that you may receive it, read it, and know a new life in him and a security that is for eternity. So bless you. Thank you for listening to me today. And I just pray God's richest blessings on you in Jesus' name. Thank you.